0: That's lightning if you couldn't tell. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hurwitz's House of Horror. I'm your co-host, Jefferson Miller. And with me as always is my host, Steve Hurwitz.
1: Hey, they call me the Soho Host. My name is Steve and I like to say that I do podcast stuff every day.
0: And this is the not-so-serious podcast where we sometimes like to get a little wacky and try and throw our listeners off by switching our names. Oh, we also talk about horror movies and I'm bringing some horror news and a little a little bit of everything else, because that's what we do here. We're the house of horror, baby. What's going on right now? I don't understand what I'm doing (laughs) at this moment in time, Jeff.
1: Well, Jeff, did you know that uh, this is episode
0: 70? I do. Oh man, I did not even realize that Phantasm, the episode last week, was episode 69. <laughs> oh. I can't believe we didn't even acknowledge that at all. And I know I feel like that's more important than episode 70. It absolutely, is like 69 is. I'd say probably the sexiest number. Can you think of a uh, of a sexier number, Jeff? Uh,
1: sexier than 69? Um, eight.
0: What's so sexy it's about like that? It's like boobs sideways. Oh, damn. Pretty sexy. Well, now you're just making me like regret that we didn't say anything fun about episode 68 <laughs> because, you know, because <laughs> like boobs, but also there's a six. Exactly. And you know what 70 is? Nothing. 30 less than 100. That, you're not wrong. So ah, did they call you the math magician? Yeah, they do. Here he is. He's the whiz kid. The math magicians here. That's our new character. The math magician. Yeah. He's really good at math, I guess. He, does, he just makes math comments. Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast. <laughs> we are off to a great start. It's been a crazy day. I was extraordinarily hungover, all most of it. When Jeff came to pick me up today, I was just a lump of a, of a human being. <laughs> I just sat in your car while I went to Macca's, and uh, I just didn't really do a lot of moving. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling a lot better now, though. I think that really greasy just chicken sandwich and the fries kind of helped soak up whatever was, oh God, in my body. Did you hear that? I think this was like an weird. energy drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of need a little pick me up after we watch this week's movie, which will be when you're feeling shortly. bad, you just got to fill, yourso- fill yourself up with a bunch of extra bad stuff. Wasn't well, that what they say? That's like hair of the dog when it comes to right. drinking. And I, I, I mean, I, I guess I could have started really early today, but we had to record this podcast episode, Jeff. Right. And I, I mean, we do plan on doing like a commentary or something, maybe with a few beers, which I think would be fun. Yeah, maybe like a St. Paddy's Day episode. Ooh, what movie would we watch? A Leprechaun. Or the Boondock Saints. Yeah. Actually, Leprechaun's way better. That's an actual horror movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jeff, it's great to have you back in here. I'm going to drop that bit where we change names because I don't know where I was going to go with that. And nothing it's nothing to too do confusing. with the movie. It's way too confusing. Yeah. Having to stop and think about that. Because yeah. I'm just going to mess that up immediately. <laughs> How are you doing, man?
1: Uh, I'm doing okay. I am also sipping on an injured drink here because um, that movie made me sleepy. Because uh, was, we'll get back to that.
0: Because it was so action packed and
1: it just wore you out. Yeah, it was just too much action. You know, it was like, oh, it feels like I'm doing these high kicks.
0: I was really jealous of you not being hungover. Let me let me say that.
1: <laughs> um, it feels pretty good. I got to say, <laughs> uh, I do enjoy the feeling of not being hungover.
0: Mm. Yeah, you know, I just went out with some with some friends, and I don't think I'm as young as I used Frag. to be. Brag. <laughs> I would have invited you, Jeff, but I know you were in bed until four in the morning watching watching Voyager. Watching Star Trek. Star,
1: Star Trek, Trek reference. reference. Does that count if it's not in the episode? I think like, so. You know, in the movie yeah, portion?
0: Absolutely. We've done, I okay. think, at the very, very end, too. That's true. I think You're Fernando right. one time really just ham-fistedly shoved in a Star Trek because he's like
1: dude you have to have
0: the star trek <laughs> reference <laughs> so thanks for that fernando you're always keeping this podcast in check we miss you here Hope yeah, right, going well right fernando he knows what we ju- he knows what just happened yeah he hates it <laughs> all right well jeff well steve yes um you did mention um what time is it it's currently i guess i didn't have to say that <laughs> no nah, i liked it okay thanks you leave that part in there
1: all right Horror hour. Uh, Steve, so uh, I don't know if you know, this is the segment where we just go over the news of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, weirdly, you, we sat down and you said you don't have news. Maybe you do now. I had
0: like a little bit. But I bit. want
1: people okay. to know that I did, I'm did. i a good boy. I did good and I'm a good boy and you didn't have any news and you're, and you're a bad boy. You, You've been naughty. You caught me off guard. Um. This. So I'm a good boy and my news is um. there's a new trailer out. I feel like that came out this week or last week. I think it was last week. Called Imaginary, mm-hmm. uh, which is about a, a family moving back, a mom and her daughter moving back to her hometown, and there's a little little bear, and
0: he's bad or something. I don't know. We just watched the trailer. We watched probably about a minute 30 or something. Like the f- two thirds of it. Yeah. Yeah. I My sister actually told me about this when I was back in Massachusetts, and I meant to watch it, but I think she told me when I was like heading out to the airport. So mm-hmm. I just kind of skipped my mind. Right. And I think I've maybe seen like a poster of this on, on a website or somewhere, but I just hadn't gotten around to checking, checking it out. And you What'd showed you it think? to me and I'm sold. I actually had you stop the trailer before it was even done. I think there was an, another minute left of the trailer because I was sold. It looks really kind of fun. There's this bear thing that I guess has a mind of its own and there's, Talk about like this girl has to do these things on a list, and then the bear will take her to where the bear's from. Mm-hmm. And the girl's voice got all creepy, and I was like, "I, I want to go in just blind." now the concept, all of that has me interested, and it looks weird and fun. So two things, yes. One is, um,
1: I, I agree with you. Stopping the trailer. That's my new technique. Is I watch a trailer, and if I, as soon as I decide I'm gonna watch the movie, I stop the trailer. Yeah. So if I make it to the end of your trailer, not a good sign. <laughs> this means I just want to get and I'm like, ah, I'll just this is as much as I'm going to get. That's all I need. Number two, quickly, just pause the podcast. Go watch pause. that trailer. OK. OK, now that you're back, uh, Steve, I feel like this is what I think the Winnie the Pooh horror movie should have been.
0: OK. Right? I mean, I kind of really like the version that we've been presented. Well about a man-sized- I haven't Winnie seen it, so it's not fair to me to Well, that'll be one of our commentaries we'll have to do. I'll have to see <sighs> watch that movie. <sighs> and if you listeners would like to hear that commentary, please let us know on the Instagram. Say we want Jeff to watch Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and number two. So maybe we'll do a back-to-back commentary if we get enough votes and enough people saying that Jeff they want you to do okay. that. And we have to listen to our audience. We will Bend over backwards for them because we love them so much.
1: That's right. I thought the bending over part was going to go a different way, but I appreciate we're bending backwards. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, I agree. That movie looks good, even with it not being Winnie the Pooh. I'm, I'm stoked for it. Um, and this is
0: a Blumhouse movie. Yeah. I didn't expect. I don't know. Why I didn't expect that. They but kind
1: of have like a pretty good stranglehold on horror. They do. I would say do. Blumhouse and A24 are like the two.
0: The go to now. Go tos. And most of the Blumhouse that I see are pretty good. Uh huh. Except, of course, you know, I still haven't seen Five Nights at Freddy because I heard I it's just meh, which I'm kind of bummed out about. Like, I, I'm going to watch it, I guess, eventually. I don't remember if I said that last time because we talked about it. But I do have a little bit of news concerning Five Nights at Freddy's. Apparently, it has just become Blumhouse's highest grossing movie out of all of Whoa. the movies. Yeah. Before this, it was Split, M. Night Shyamalan's sequel to Unbreakable, which I s- didn't. I didn't see Split. I saw the one after that. I didn't see that one either. That one was it was fine. Yeah, (laughs) it wasn't great. Bruce Willis got drowned in a puddle and he died. I think spoiler damn. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I guess it's pretty old. It came out like two years, three years ago, five years ago. No, the sequel to that one.
1: Oh, I was going to say split came out. I think I was in high school. Probably not. No, I think that was like in 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a really young guy. Of course. my bad. I don't know (laughs) if anyone know. I actually graduated this year
0: i'll jeff i know how cool you are because you just took your hat and you turned it backwards your baseball cap that's right very cool sorry my computer is talking to me yeah who's that man uh i don't know how to turn this off sir can you leave please there we go (laughs) nope it's still talking nope he's still going um all right well i guess i'm just going to close this page i just wanted to bring that news up still going about five nights at freddy's (laughs) yeah
1: and I do, I do. even though I gave you shit for not having news, you do have news, and, I, and I, I'm pretty sure you have one more piece of news.
0: I got a few things let's move into. Did you know that there is going to be a prequel to The Omen? Did you even know a prequel to The Omen was being made? Uh, no, I haven't thought about The Omen in years. <laughs> because I learned about this. This news came out maybe a couple of weeks ago, and I forgot to bring it up. But I guess there's being a prequel to The Omen called The First Omen. And there is now a release date set for that for April 5th of 2024. Is so, it going to be called the Oh Boy? Yeah, it's just called the get First it? Omen. Nope, I don't get oh it. Men. That's, oh men? Oh that's, boys? That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset that I didn't get that at first. <laughs> so apparently this story is about a young American woman is sent to Rome to begin a life of service to the church. She encounters a darkness that causes her to question her own faith and uncovers a terrifying conspiracy it hopes to bring about the birth of evil incarnate. Oh, sounds pretty cool. Did you ever see the original or any of the sequels that it spawned? I
1: saw the the remake or whatever. Me too. Uh, in 2006.
0: 2006. That's correct. Starring. I remember because it was Schreiber.
1: June 6th of 2006, I believe is when it came out.
0: And the year. Yeah. Yeah. Six, 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 six. Yeah. It is literally a shot for shot remake of the original. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, it's hmm. it's fine. I, I saw that movie in theaters. Yeah, I remember being like, whatever. Yeah. That's, I saw it in theaters, too. Uh, uh, apparently, that was like a lot of the audience's reaction was, oh, we've seen this, but mm-hmm. now it has Lee Schreiber and Julia Stiles in it, I guess. And I guess it was pushed out the door like really quickly just so it could meet that 666 right which is kind of fun but also that seems kind of pointless
1: i mean it's i i wonder if they made a bunch of money because you and i both saw it in theaters that's uh, I, not the type of movie
0: i would have gone to see we were both very young then yeah, though. i was a junior we were very uh, i mean impressionable uh, i was in elementary school <laughs> so the first one starred or the original starred gregory peck in which he plays an ambassador who believes his young son may in fact be the living embodiment of the antichrist I That's like, not very nice. I like Devil shit. Honestly, it's pretty fun. Exorcism stuff. Uh, I think Sam Neill is in The Third Omen. And Sam Neill's great. I have cool. seen 2 or 3. I, I think didn't know he becomes the president
1: or good he's for running him, man. for the
0: president and the devil is like, "Well, I I guess I belong here in the White House or something." Huh. That's not, I I'm making that up. It sounds good to me. But I think he did run for office. I remember like there's a cover where it's Sam Neill's head and it's yellow and there's like an American flag or something in the background. Am I making this up? <laughs> What a wacky! That sounds so weird. <laughs> I absolutely could be, but just circling back around to what we first said, the first Omen is once again being released April fifth of twenty twenty four. I'll definitely be checking that out. Like I said, witchy shit. When you said shit. the
1: first, oh, the prequel. Yes, I see the you're first saying. Omen. I, I see. thought you were saying it was being re released. Yeah, the first Omen.
0: Yeah, they should call it the Omen, the first Omen. Yeah, they should call it parentheses. Oh boy, yeah, yeah the yeah. O boy, <laughs> the O boy series. I don't like this anymore. All right. Well, I recently got a chance to see the movie Thanksgiving by Eli Roth. Now, I've oh. been I wanted to see it, but it came out when I was in Massachusetts, so I had to wait a little bit, and I was hoping I not have any spoilers because it's essentially like a like a who done it, and I really like who mm-hmm. The premise of this movie is after a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy, a mysterious Thanksgiving-inspired killer terrorizes Plymouth, Massachusetts, the birthplace of the infamous holiday. Oh, man, you should have watched it there. I wish I had. Yeah. But my friends don't really like horror movies back there. So we went to go see the Marvels instead, which was fine. It's fine. But I think I like Thanksgiving better because when I was back here in Sacramento, going into that movie theater, I got to hear Boston accents and East Coast accents. And I was like, ah, it's like I never left. You have Patrick Dempsey doing a Boston accent. He's like, oh, hey, no. I'm Patrick Dempsey over here. A turkey, turkey on the plate. So that, that was, I think that was what I did good? was a, was a New York accent. So I oh. apologize about that. Yeah. yeah. Park the car and have it yard. What about it? What about this one right here? <clears throat> uh, Are you going to do an Irish thing? T- turkey
1: on the plate.
0: Yeah, that was close enough. <laughs> good, good good job. But I really liked this movie. It was a lot of fun. Just it brought me back into that whole scream vibe of who is the killer? It is mm-hmm. someone here. And I was guessing a whole lot immediately. I'm like, this person's going to be the killer. This person's the killer. And then one end up being them. It is not as. You have boring. to tell me off air. Uh, well, you're not, you're not going to watch it. No. Oh, probably not. Yeah, I think he would. Nah, I don't know. It's definitely not as gory as I thought it would be, mm. especially for an Eli Roth movie. He's done a lot of intense stuff like yeah. the first hostel. He did cabin fever. And there's a specific scene that has never left my head of a girl shaving. And oh, it, you told me about that Yeah, and like pulls off her skin. Yeah. And that is a memory that is just launched in my head forever. So thanks, mm-hmm. Eli Roth. Yeah. Thanks, Eli. So this movie was originally a fake trailer for the Grindhouse movies, and I think it was Hobo with a Shotgun, Machete, another one made into actual movies. And I actually have some cool uh, quote from Eli Roth here about this movie. So director Eli Roth wanted Thanksgiving to not be a remake of his Grindhouse trailer, but rather yet a remake that stemmed from the original trailer that would have seen the original film so offensive it was hidden from the public. We said, let's pretend Thanksgiving was a movie from 1980 that was so offensive that every print was destroyed. All the scripts were burned. The director disappeared. The crew members changed their names. One person saved the trailer and uploaded it to the darkest corners of 4chan, and now it's made it out. So this is a 2023 reboot. Once we said that, it freed us up. And after I read that, I was like, that's a really cool idea because it did seem a lot more tamer than the version of the, the fake trailer that was played. And it made me sort of think of the what was it? The what was the Valentine's Day movie that we watch? My Bloody Valentine. Mm. It sort of reminded me of that type of remake, mm-hmm. whereas a much more tamed and kind of cornyish version of the the original. Right. But I thought this was a lot more well done than that. And I think it's a lot of fun. You should definitely check it out. Great actors in it. There is some great kills. And I'd say it's a bloody good time. Hey, surf me up another piece of your cherry pie. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> do you see the fear in my eyes? Yeah. I well, felt it. Jeff, there is one final thing we do need to bring up. Now I'm sure everyone has heard about this, uh, concerning Scream 7. Melissa Barrera has been dropped from that project because of some comments that were made concerning the Israel, Hamas, Palestine. Situation And like, we are not qualified to talk at all about that. I'm going to say that for myself. I don't know about you, Jeff, but whatever was said, it's said. And unfortunately, she's no longer attached. And then like a few days, if not even like one day later, there was reports that Jenna Ortega now is also no longer part of the project. Mm -hmm. So there were rumors uh, before this originally that was saying because of Jenna Ortega's. uh, What was it? Wednesday scheduling, she wouldn't be able to return or she would have a much smaller role or maybe even a cameo. But th- I mean, it's just like officially been confirmed now that she's no longer coming back. So this they're having to rewrite the whole script and change everything, which is a bit of a bummer because I really like these two characters. Sam. Yeah, I was looking forward to seeing where the story went, but I was also seeing a rumor that the killers were going to end up being Sam and Jenna Ortega's mom and Stu Mocker's mom going to be two lady, a couple, mo- a
1: couple of mom killers coming back. And I will throw back to part three.
0: Yeah. No, two part two part two. Like hearing that, I hope a script leaks because I would like to read that. I mm-hmm. again enjoyed these characters. I liked that they had kind of started their own franchise within the scream franchise or their, their own story within this. Yeah. And I've been seeing rumors that the new writers want to try and focus the story now on Sydney and her husband. I mean, it makes sense. I,
1: Bringing Sydney back is the only way that they can
0: keep this going. Keep
1: this going. I mean, or it's like starting completely fresh. You could focus. like, why? I don't know. Just
0: remember that in the core four, it was Jen Ortega, Melissa Barrera, and then the two, the siblings. Mm-hmm. You could focus on them because they're still alive. Are they? Yeah, I guess. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, they are. The sister just got like sliced a few times and she was OK. Mm-hmm. And then Chad got stabbed like 20 times. But at the very end, right. he got carted off and he was still alive. I have a feeling they might not come back either. Probably not. I, I believe that they're going to try and rework the entire tire story mm-hmm. at this point and go back to Nev Campbell and Patrick Dempsey, her husband. He- in the in the movie. Was he? When I think it was Scream 5, she mentioned that they oh, like okay. the characters had gotten married. Mm. And so that, you know, this is oh, an opportunity okay. to maybe bring him back into horror. And I mean, he's in everything. He was in Thanksgiving. Yeah, he was pretty good in that. Hey. And he's in one of your favorite shows, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Is he dead? Or was that? In Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. Yeah, he's dead. I always confuse him and Batman's dad from Supernatural.
1: Super. Oh, hold on. There's so many.
0: <laughs> he's dead, too. Oh, man. Honestly, a lot of people in that show die. That's I mean, it like is most a- of them. Oh, wow. And it's still going from what I hear. Uh, yeah, it's still going. That's crazy. Yeah. They're supernatural in it.
1: Oh, yeah. They meet God in, in the last season. And, and, they, fight him. Or and they fight him. In Grace Anatomy? In Grace Anatomy. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. And a crack opens to hell. It's That show gets weird.
0: <laughs> See, now I'm on board. Like you gotta we, watch it, We dude. brought yeah. that right back into horror. That's why everyone dies. Well, we will keep people updated on the Scream 7 situation. Uh, some people fans are saying they should just end it. I think like, if they did. Uh, I agree. I, I think they've all been pretty solid. I, I don't remember three and I don't think I've seen four, but one, two, five, and six were fantastic. And, you know, maybe don't burn this into the ground like some of the other franchises have. Mm-hmm. But it is cool seeing just Ghostface out and about.
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, no secret. I love these movies, so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. We'll see what happens. We certainly will. Yeah, but it's a bummer. All right, Jeff, are
0: you ready to talk about this week's movie?
1: Yeah, uh, speaking about, uh, talking about bummers, am I right? Uh, just kidding. Yeah, I'm ready. Good transition. That's a great
0: transition. (laughs) Well, Jeff, we have talked about a certain movie or the series before Resident Evil in Welcome to Raccoon City, which was a fairly ish faithful adaptation of the games like one, two and three ish all sort of shoved into one. And we ended up being like, ugh. that wasn't great. Not great. But did you know that they tried making this movie? Back in 2002. What? Yeah. No. Yep. I was in eighth grade. I did not see this. Did you see this in theaters? No. I no. I didn't either. 2002. I don't oh, think yeah, so. I was 12, huh? I don't think I did. I yeah, guess it was an R rated movie. Yeah. I got really excited because I love those games Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2, 3. Never played them. They're great, man. Well, we're going to do some video game stuff. I think we're going to do Resident Evil 4. Mm. When it comes to VR, I'm going to have you put that headset uh, on no. and I'm going to have you fight and get real ill <laughs> just get real sick and throw up everywhere. yeah jeff gets sick part two it'll be an entire series nice. every video game we hit he's just <laughs> very sick well we are talking about the video game movie resident evil from 2002 directed by paul w.s anderson deep underground in the top secret research lab security has been breached a deadly virus, capable of contaminating the entire world,
1: has been released. Oh my god. We have to get out of this building. What was that? It's the brakes!
0: It's OK. We're here to help. Now, an elite team has been sent in to solve it. Five hours ago, Rick, we went homicide. Who's the Red
1: Queen? State-of-the-art artificial intelligence. The corporation's keeping a few secrets down here. But
0: they have only three hours left before it begins infecting and mutating the whole human race. One of the first notes I have in this movie was actually something you said. The movie starts off with a description of Umbrella being this big corporation that is in everyone's home. They do medical stuff and they have technology everywhere. Yeah, communication. Mm -hmm. um and you just said they're essentially Apple. And I said, that was pretty funny. And I laughed out loud. <laughs> yeah, That's,
1: they feel, you know, a lot of the, they're not far off from these corporations these days. They do feel
0: kind of evil. They certainly do. And this one is probably the evilest of them all. Umbrella, a pharmaceutical company where we see that they have developed some sort of virus or some sort of, yeah, just a virus a that virus, someone is yeah. stealing right now. There's a green and a blue one guy tosses them in a suitcase. And as he's leaving, he does a really cool and slow motion toss of one of the vials and you see it hit the ground. And then you see this virus just go into the ventilation system. And this just starts a whole lot of shit.
1: Yeah. We have a very cool two thousands, like zoom into the ventilation and then a, and then, and then a cool transition out, out, out of a vent. A zoom out, and it shows all the people like taking heavy breaths. <sighs> just at work here. Don't know, you know, air is probably safe to breathe. Got my coffee
0: spilled on me. Oh, what a day. Yeah. Ugh. Well, this, Mondays. This sets the entire facility into a lockdown. We have like shots from security cameras, and just everyone starting to freak out as doors are closed. There is a sprinkler system that goes off, and. The people in this room are like, oh, shit, we're going to fucking drown in here. I never thought about how kind of scary that would be. So that's freaky. It's
1: yeah, like, oh, no, it's airtight. So,
0: yeah, there is an elevator filled with people that get smashed. And then we have these this group of people in an elevator and it gets stuck and a lady sticks her head out and she ends up getting beheaded, which I thought was a pretty. <laughs> thank you. Kill number one, which I thought was pretty fun. Especially just because she was like, Oh, I can make it out through this really tiny hole that I obviously cannot because you can't both shoulders through.
1: Yeah, they're like, Oh, no, how do we get out of here? She's like, Don't worry, I can fit. And then immediately sticks her head out and goes, Oh, no, I'm stuck. It's like, You stupid idiot. <laughs>
0: and the elevator, we don't see it happen, unfortunately, but boom, she loses that head and yeah, probably she a little bit more. Well, this brings us into meeting our main character, played by Mila Zvo- Zvovovich. Really quick, I just realized uh, what happened to all those other people? In the elevator, yeah, they died. They did. Which ones?
1: The ones in the le- the lady got her got her. Whoa, <laughs> the lady got her head. The lady got her head, but it cut off because they're
0: just in there, and they were, I think, like th- There were three levels up, so they probably still would have gotten like some damage to them. Do they fall? I'm assuming because so? it
1: went up and cut her head off. Oh, and then it just cut away, and I was like, nah, eh, they're.
0: <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they just all starved. Maybe they're in the sequel. I don't think so. Well, you never know. <laughs> That's a great question. Actually. I didn't think about that. Maybe the elevator, like, took them back up and then it just shot them back down and it yeah. exploded, like, with the other people. Right. Off screen. Or the elevator doors closed and they all just starved to death because we never go back to them. That's right. Or, like, they were still alive. No, they would have turned into into zombies at that point, right? Because there was, if like... they were dead. There was some sort of chemical that was released that was killing the people, too.
1: Yeah, maybe. Huh. Halogen? What was it called? Pathogen?
0: No, like, the the specific gas that the facility the red queen oh i don't know something yeah well they're all dead (laughs) this introduces us to alice i'm not going to say her the actor's name again because i butchered that really badly it's a real gilmero situation that's right (laughs) mila jojovovich so she wakes up just in the shower she finds a note that says today is the day your dreams come true and we sort of see that she has just lost her memory she has no idea where she is what she's doing or how she got there. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, the mansion that she's woken up in is attacked by these, like a SWAT team. There's also some random guy named Matt that shows up too. I think the SWAT team's chasing him.
1: Uh, I've wondered that through the whole movie. It's never explained why he's there, what he's doing. Well, I guess I it don't kind know of why is.
0: he's there. It's just like why he was in that particular but area,
1: specifically there. Yeah, like why is he in her House? room? Or living room or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely feels like they made that scene just so they could be like, look, she she naked.
0: Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? (laughs) The commandos, the SWAT team comes in and they're all like, hey, give us a report. And she's like, I don't know what the shit you're talking about. And this leads them into a underground facility or an underground area Mm -hmm. where there's this train where they all jump on and they end up finding another guy named Spence. I don't think I actually learned anyone's name till pretty much the very end of the movie when they started calling each other's names out.
1: Yeah, I don't think they say Alice's name at all in this movie. You are probably right. I believe it's only in the credits.
0: Oh, really? Mm -hmm. That's cool. I think, yeah, I just knew it just because I've seen a lot of these movies in particular. I'm like, oh, obviously that's Alice. It's a lot of like piecing things together as the movie goes. Which was like cool, trying to figure out what's going on here. Yeah. So this train is taking them to the Hive top secret research facility created by Umbrella. Once they get in, we find out that their mission is to shut down the Red Queen, which is like the AI that runs the entire place. And we see like a hologram of her at some point where she's like a little girl and she has a British accent.
1: Get out. Get out. You can't be in here. And just to let you guys know, artificial uh, AI stands for artificial intelligence. Thank you. So it's like, just imagine, yeah, little like laser girl who talks like, Steve, can you do it again? You have to get out. That's right. Pretty good. You just put a clip in right there. I did. I did.
0: Maybe I did. Maybe I should do that instead of just (laughs) using my dumb accent. Uh, Did I mention that when they found Spence on the train, he also didn't have a memory?
1: I don't think you did, but he doesn't.
0: Yeah. So both him and Alice have no idea what they're doing there. Yeah. The main SWAT guy, I think his name in the credits was just like one or number one. Hmm. He tells her that she... She's like protecting this secret entrance into the hive, which is where the mansion was built.
1: Yeah, they do that classic thing of like they're in the middle of doing something super important and time sensitive. And she's like, no, you explain to me what's going on right now. And then he's like, "Okay, I guess so. And then sits down with a little PowerPoint presentation. And they go over like. Every detail of what we're supposed to know.
0: There's a lot of really cool yeah, PowerPoint presentations and computer diagrams where the camera does like zoom in and around and then it goes into back into the live action. Mm-hmm. It's very too fat. This is a very oh, this movie is movie. like
1: very much of the time. perfectly. Like if you're going to like millennium, yeah. you know, that's the style of this movie. Everything's chrome and th-
0: the technology is very everything. That involved any music, too, was very just like any action scene. It was very, reminded me of The Matrix. Yeah, it was like house music. Every, every action scene. I
1: was, I'll tell you this. I was not surprised when I learned this movie was made in Germany.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It felt very German. I think it's the whole thing. Like the sets and everything?
1: The sets, the vibe, the music. It was like huh. being in a German nightclub. I mean, I, I could tell you. <laughs> I've never been. But I assume the movie Resident Evil is just like, this is what it's like being in a German nightclub.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know? Especially when uh, some other characters show up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They end up coming across this room filled with experiments. And I did like this bit because Alice is looking in this container and we see just close up shots of, something like gooey and it's kind of like a brain yeah brain and like skinny fleshy bits it yeah. was only quick flashes there's like tubes in it i really like that just because it was practical yeah and the, which isn't always the case in this
1: movie as not, we find out
0: not at all and that that thing the not practical effect thing is the one thing that i remember even the first time i watched this being like that's bad yeah that looks like garbage it's Like starship
1: troopers level
0: yeah i'd say starship troopers is actually yeah yeah it's probably (laughs) pretty
1: close this might be a little better even though like the editing reminded me of starship troopers a little bit this is probably a little worse you think
0: so than starship troopers yeah
1: maybe yeah you're right probably i don't know the budget of this but i mean couldn't have been a lot well they use it all in stainless steel that's
0: true to line the
1: hallways and really everything
0: or really long glass laser rooms hmm hmm Well, that's pretty much where we are right now. They end up coming across a laser hallway, which is just very much. They had to open up this door to get like they're right at the mainframe for the Red Queen. And when this door opens up, it's like there's clearly something bad going to happen
1: here. Yeah, it's like weird glass wall, glass mirrored walls. So everything's reflected and there's lights and
0: doesn't look good. Yeah, the main SWAT guy goes through. He's like, oh, everything seems clear here. Oh, the lights turned on. They're just automatic. Don't worry about it. And so then four other members of this team show up. I forgot to mention Michelle Rodriguez is in this movie. I was just about to <laughs> say that.
1: She's doing her classic like, I'm a I'm a smart ass. I got a gun and I make little smart fucking quips. <laughs>
0: that does seem to be her role in a lot of movies. Yeah. I Personally, I love Michelle Rodriguez. I think mm-hmm. she's great. I used to have the biggest crush in her when I was in high school. I actually one time met a girl who like really reminded me of Michelle Rodriguez. It was crazy. I met her at like this holiday party and we shared a little kiss. And I oh, never nice. saw her again. Maybe it was her. It, eh, she was a lot She's shorter. like, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta I'm go, no go way back to Germany to film <laughs> Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Um, she'll always have that one memory of us at a Christmas party. Yeah. Oh. Well, her and Matt, I think, have stayed in the container room with the experiments. And then most of the other team has gone off to, to the Red Queen. And so there are four other members whose name I have no idea what they were.
1: To be fair, a lot of these like uh, SWAT dudes, they all kind of blended together to me.
0: I only know one other, I know two other guys' names. One is JD because they said that a lot, and then... Wilcott? I gotta, some I gotta, shit like that? I gotta look at my notes. Wilson? Winston? Who's Winston? I don't know. Kaplan. Kaplan.
1: Kaplan, That's Basically,
0: I didn't show up till later on in the movie. I think it was right when I asked, he was like, what's his name? Yeah, and then they're <laughs> Kaplan! Like, they and
1: you're like, oh, okay, there it
0: is. Uh, so there's five of them now in this room, I think, right? Uh, could... No idea. Well, we just get back to back to back kills. Get it. So we just get a late. like the doors locked behind them. So they're stuck in this long mirror laser hallway. A laser beam shoots across, starts coming at them. And we have a kind of sad and lame death because three of them drop down to the ground. Well,
1: because this laser is not going quick.
0: No, quickly.
1: It's I would say about five feet up. Yeah. And um, they're all kind of looking different directions, but this one woman is staring right at it, and it's like straight towards her. And the, and she's the other the guys manage to duck, and they say "duck," and they all duck, and she just stares at it dead eyed and goes, and just get well. It gets this dude's fingers. Yeah, he wasn't sho- so lucky. Just lasered him off, and then it pans over to her, and they do the the classic movie like slow slide as her head slides off of her body and it's like yeah that's what you get dude yeah were you like
0: just thinking about something else yeah she did you dummy so now the laser comes right back around but it's lower to the ground because they're all down there at this point yeah and this i this kill i appreciate (laughs) i think you said this was this would be you yeah
1: this was because i was like i know what i do here and then he did that and then he died because like you said it's coming about ankle height yeah and you see the guy like, huh, nice try. And he does a little hop and the laser just goes up <laughs> to like six feet and just cuts him straight in half.
0: Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. That would probably like, be gotcha. as well. Yeah, yeah, it's like, fuck. So I'm going to say that the guy who, because that's not the finger guy who got his fingers cut off. No, nah, he's on the ground. I, I think. think the laser lasered over him when it was still lower. Must have been. Because, yeah, he's let's call him dead. The jump guy is dead. And then it comes back to the main SWAT guy leader, number one. And it's coming back, like, what, mid-level height? And everyone's freaking out, like, shut it off, shut it off. All of a sudden, we see the laser go from what to what, Jeff?
1: Well, it turns into, yeah, And the scene around me of Mission Impossible with the guy on the computer, like, I'm trying, I'm trying, turn it off. And then the laser kind of, like, uh, rotates, I think, and Mm -hmm. then turns into, like, a big waffle uh, shape. Very, it's like the movie... uh, the cube or sphere, I've never or seen or whatever cube. it's called. And it goes and just
0: dices them. Yeah, it's Slices, very cool. dices. This is just one of the scenes that has always stuck in my head from this movie that I mm. always think about, and it's so cool. And these kills aren't graphic, but this one I wish we had seen a lot more of because these are see, a little graphic, a little bit. Yeah, you're right. Not as graphic as I. You see, that like about. that lady's spine and stuff. True, but it looks very CG. A oh, lot of well, is, the CG is bad. Yeah, it has yeah. not aged well. I'll say that. And so we see, I think, just like a shot of his eye. Oh, and by the way, the guy who's trying to stop the lasers from hitting him, he manages to turn off the laser system literally right after it goes through mm-hmm. number one. And the unfortunate part is if he had been standing closer to the door, he would have survived.
1: Yeah, because he's not like up against the door. No, he's, he's like standing- six feet away. <laughs> yeah, Just like back up, dude.
0: Yeah. The final shot we see of him is... All of his pieces start to fall apart and like the white part of his eye, it looks like it gets a little goopy. Yeah, Like an egg yolk. Yeah. But then it just cuts and we don't get to see the remnants of well, that. Well, you see
1: the reflection in the door of the pieces crumbling to the ground.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite kills here. Gross. Well, they need to continue this mission to shut down the Red Queen. And so the remaining members, we have Fallon, Kaplan, who was the computer guy, Alice, Spence. I think it's just those three that are in this room now.
1: Yeah, because the other ones are in a different room.
0: Yeah, right, right. So they go and Kaplan ends up, I think they use some sort of. They go back into the same room. They, well, he shut it down this time. They go into the motherboard room and Kaplan is able to use some sort of EMP device to turn it Mm -hmm. off. The, The red hive, the queen for 30 seconds. This is when we see that hologram and she's like, you're all going to die now.
1: You're all going to die down
0: here. And in that 30 seconds, they take out the main frame, the computer bit. And in doing so, it ends up shutting down all of like the locked doors and opening up everything and sort of resetting Mm -hmm. everything in, in the facility. Nice little reboot. We go back to JD, Michelle Rodriguez and Matt, and we see this one lady stumbling across and they're like, oh, it's a survivor. Let's help you out. And this lady ends up biting Michelle Rodriguez on the hand. And then JD comes over to help. She attacks JD. And I like that JD shoots her a few times in the, in the legs. Yeah, he shoots her knees. And he's like, oh, she's still walking. She's still coming at me. I like that he didn't just immediately start. She like, just gun her down. Just gunning her down. Yeah, because
1: they're like, she's sick or whatever. Although I will say, I don't understand why shooting her in the knees would not work in disabling her. But we don't need to get into that. I'm going to say it's because...
0: If it was you're still
1: shooting her bones and muscle away.
0: Yeah. But she doesn't feel pain. Like technically. But
1: the like the 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 mechanism is all busted up.
0: Depends where. Well, maybe he missed. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just went through like the fleshy parts. Yeah. Maybe because. Well, it's a zombie. We have. It's a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why she's able to keep walking. Which is
1: very apparent to us right away. But obviously in the movie, they're like, oh, no, sick lady.
0: Yeah. And as soon as she goes down, we have just another bunch of zombies just a whole horde of them start showing up right as the second group, Alice, Spence and Fallon, Kaplan, Kaplan, <laughs> Kaplan. I want to say Fallon yeah and Kaplan, they all regroup and so they have to get the fuck out of there and there's this scene of them really not being able to hit anything with guns. They're just shooting wildly and these are trained like yeah. SWAT army people. Either that or people. they're just
1: hitting him and. Oh, maybe
0: just going to the through. body or whatever. Yeah, they're just not being precise about everything, and so yeah. it's opening up some of these containers that have these monsters in them, and they eventually get away, right?
1: They split up unintentionally.
0: Oh yeah, that I wanted that to ask about that. One guy gets that.
1: lit on fire. He's in handcuffs still.
0: Okay, I thought maybe. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought they all got away. In one group, but then they just split off for no reason.
1: <laughs> no, it was like because of the zombies, they just get separated.
0: Yeah. Oh, and this is when we have J.D. die. There's a bit of a funny scene where Kaplan can't put in the code properly. And J.D.'s like, I fucking got this. And he opens up the door. And there's and like a zombie's, zombies back there. They just pull him in and he gets it. And he hit the button. Oh, top. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he's down.
1: Uh, in a in a scene I, I might describe as dramatic, but. Very much so. That's a lot of this movie. Kind of like some weird 2000s slow-mo. Insane music.
0: Ah fuck! Ah, <laughs> it's just like, what is this? <laughs> so yeah, that's it's going to be Alice and Matt end up at a different part of the facility, and then Michelle Rodriguez, Kaplan, and Spencer are somewhere else. And this is when we get a little bit of backstory of Matt. He apparently is part of this group trying to bring down the Umbrella Facility. Because it's like uh, not a really big secret that they're developing weapons and they're they're bad for the environment and just creating things that shouldn't be done.
1: Yeah, he's like, we're going to get proof that they're developing chemical warfare or whatever and send it to the media.
0: And so he had his sister, I think it's Lana, go in undercover. It's a bunch of
1: bland names. No <laughs> offense, anyone out there. No but
0: offense, Lana.
1: All of the names uh, sound the same to me. Uh, but it's yeah, Lisa. Lana, I guess. Lisa.
0: Lisa. Yeah, I have my notes. Yeah, she is. Well, we learn more of Alice's background as well. She's slowly getting more flashes as to what was going on in her life before. Right. And so it turns out that she was working with Lisa because Alice wanted to bring down the Umbrella facility as well. She was well aware of what they were doing. And unfortunately, someone else may have heard something about this. And yeah.
1: Or she may have turned on her.
0: She could couldn't just doesn't remember. Yeah. And Matt does end up. Finding Lisa, she stumbles in, but she's a zombie and attacks him. And then in a kind of funny scene, Alice shows up and just bashes Lisa's zombie in the back of the head with a big rock. Yeah, big like glass cube. The the two groups beat back together in the queen hive. They reactivate her and they are able to make a deal with her, right?
1: Yeah, because when they reactivate her, they they try to explain it away with like technical jargon. But they're like, well, we removed the. A uh, circuit breaker, right, or whatever. Right, so right. I have this bu- this kill switch. If yep. you don't do what we want, we'll kill you. So you better show us a way out. And then she's like, "Fine, I'll show you way to go down through the sewer pipes." You
0: should let me do the accents. Uh, you, go ahead. Oh, what you, did, you, you did it. You already did it. So we'll, we'll, uh, the sure. next time, the next time the talk, okay. talks, I'll take over. Um, but we do also are or we are told more about the T virus as well from I think either Matt or. The Red Queen. It's it's around these scenes, and that it's yeah, a biological something about weapons like that umbrella has been testing that reanimates corpse. And uh, if you get one bite or one scratch, you will become a zombie, essentially. Yeah, classic zombie rules. And so the Red Queen was trying to protect, I guess, the world above, and that's why. Oh, she yeah, well, down I don't the know if we,
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know if we said that or, but it was the Red Queen doing
0: it. Yeah, because it was in the air system, and nobody. Like I guess it's interprogrammed to not let the contaminant get out. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, I I get it. Yeah. And I don't understand. Yeah. Because they didn't know why the facility had locked down. That's why they were going to investigate.
1: Yeah. But but like they're going to shut her down. I don't know. I don't fully
0: get why. I don't know. I think maybe they thought she was compromised because mm, she hadn't right. told them the full thing and they hadn't come across anything really until. Yeah, you're right. This point in time. Because they do
1: mention they're like, it might be an outside yeah. thing and they don't want their information out or whatever probably yeah um all, there's a lot of footage of security cameras in this movie
0: there certainly is i'd yeah. say good
1: if you put stacked it all back to back like a good 10 minutes a uh, security camera's with a little red light going
0: boom and turning on and it's supposed to be the red queen's pov right yeah well the red queen points them into what, what i call them security tunnels but i don't know if they're actually security tunnels
1: sewer pipes sewer okay that's not what they're called in the movie, but sewer tunnels.
0: Yeah, and so they're able to go around some of the zombies for like a second, and then more zombies show up, and there's this huge attack. They get surrounded.
1: I don't fully understand why there are zombies in the service
0: area mm-hmm. if it's
1: like a secret
0: service area. But that, <laughs> that is fairly. Funny. I figured as soon as
1: they got down there, I'm like, oh, you're good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm they're sure all I- upstairs. Maybe zombies. if this is like
1: the only entrance or whatever, you know.
0: Maybe it wasn't the only. Entrance. Maybe it wasn't the only entrance. Yeah. The, only, the only entrance from, I guess, the Red Queen's area. Yeah, maybe the Red Queen let him in, possibly because we do learn that Red Queen is still just like she's like, "Why well, I still don't want the <laughs> shit to get out." Yeah, I'm gonna kill you guys if I yeah. get the chance. Come on. So they get ambushed. Kaplan gets bit. Then they end up hanging out on some pipes above the tunnels. Right. Yeah, to keep away from the zombies. And we just see an entire horde just underneath them. It's absolute fucking madness. Mm -hmm. JD shows back up for a second and attacks with Michelle Rodriguez. And there's a touching, and I'm doing air quotes, touching moment. And then he, you know, gets shot in the head. He's dead. Then Kaplan does get separated from them. A pipe collapses and he has to go to one separate side. And there's a really awkward moment where he's just yelling at them to go, 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 And it's it's supposed to be dramatic, but it's just But they're all and then
1: they're all it kind (laughs) of usually something happens in that moment. You know what I mean? And then instead he just like finishes his little yell and then it shows them kind of sitting there still and then it cuts back to him and he's kind of sitting and he's like So and then they kinda slowly and they're like, All right, later, dude. They just turn around. It's like what
0: what a weird way to do that scene. I will say those are the moments. When people yell like that in movies, that it's just, I don't like because it just, it doesn't, I don't well, it's know.
1: Like, no, I didn't feel,
0: I don't feel it reminds of me of
1: like this scene is what it would feel like if they made a Batman movie where they show him disappearing, like mm-hmm. him running off.
0: <laughs> it's like, we that. all
1: know that this moment exists after he does the dramatic yell. Yeah. But it's awkward to show it, just show him yelling and then cut to them leaving or something. I don't know.
0: Well, the rest of the group leaves and then, then he, he puts
1: a gun in his mouth.
0: And this is, they do this
1: kind of like, oh, little misdirection a couple times in this movie where he puts a gun in his mouth and it shows it from their perspective. You hear a gunshot and then it cuts back. And he, instead of shooting himself, he shot one of the zombies and he goes, You're going to have to work for your meal or whatever. And then turns around and fucking right behind him is like a clear path. (laughs) It's like, dude, you didn't even look. look. He was just up there like, fuck it, I guess I'll kill myself. <laughs> it's like, maybe turn around and check first. Yeah. That was insane Dramatic to me. Dramatic much? And he's like, oh, cool. And just climbs down just and like walks off. Through. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: At this point, now Alice remembers the colors of the viruses. So like the blue means that it's the cure and green. No, no. Blue is the virus itself. And green is the antivirus. And she has this moment where she just. Remembers that in this room that they're conveniently next to is where all of the viruses, and antiviruses are kept. Mm-hmm. And also, I should mention Michelle Rodriguez is slowly going from bad to worse. She's yeah. just, like losing her vision. She's not able to like be on on her game. She's, she's not, looking pretty pale. Not sassing anybody anymore. Well, yeah, whoa, where she are might be, Clips at? She might sass somebody a little later on, but she's in she's in a rough shape. And now we also have Spence remembering his background story too. Exposition time. Spence was apparently spying on Alice. There's a really funny scene where you just see him with this listening device from the window and he's just pointing it. And it's supposed to be really, I guess, dramatic or revealing, but it's like it felt weird.
1: Yeah. Just everything about it felt weird. Also, 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 uh, before I forget. So they we they explained earlier that I don't think we mentioned this, that Spence and Alice were like undercover as a married couple. Right. In the house that like. Houses the entrance to the hive. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways they show this is like Alice pulls off her wedding ring and looks on the inside and it says property of Umbrella Corp, which is like, why'd you do that? It's a secret <laughs> thing. Yeah, It's like if it was like, I'm a spy and he takes off his fake wedding ring and it's like, I'm in the CIA. It's like, just don't, no one needs to know. Just put a gold ring on. It's so What a weird thing to do. Maybe. Like we that shit's gold, dude. We want that shit back. We,
0: we collect those. At the See, I wrote my name on the inside. Anyway, I was going to try and explain it. Maybe it's because, as mentioned earlier, umbrella sort of has a foothold in everything. And maybe they have like a ring store.
1: It's yeah, like, they have like an offshoot where they're like, no, yeah. we sell jewelry, too.
0: Yeah, we like we do other things, but we're also yeah. a really bad company and evil. <laughs> yeah, but we like, like, have like fun. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like Amazon. Amazon brand wedding rings. So, yeah, Spence is the bad guy in this. He was the one who we saw at the very beginning. We didn't see that person's face of the person grabbing all of the viruses. And, yeah, the one who chucked the
1: virus that started this motion. Whole, whole thing in really cool 2000 slow motion.
0: And Alice was going to give one of the antiviruses to Michelle Rodriguez, who her character is Rain. I did not realize That's that. That's right. That's right. Halfway through the movie again. I found out everybody else's name. Yeah. Uh, she was going to give it to her, but they're not there. Apparently. When they found Spence early on on the train, when he collapsed out of a door, he had all of the viruses and the antiviruses right there. So they need to now get to the train, but um, because he's evil, he has to be like, "Well, uh, I'm going to sell this to the highest bidder. Why don't you come with me, Alice?" And she's like, "No, I don't like these guys. I'm I was actively trying to help the whistleblower and shut down Umbrella because they're they're bad. I don't like them. Yeah. And then he gets bit by an underwater zombie." And then he locks the three, Michelle Rodriguez, Alice and Matt. I always forget about Matt in this room.
1: It's it's like Matt, Alice, f- fucking DJ or whatever, and then rain. Anyway, uh, why? I don't get why he wouldn't just go with them until they got out and then be like, I'm betraying you. Oh, it was because, I'm out of here
0: because that was when his memory came back to him. And but he, wouldn't he, like, pretend? No, 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 don't. To get, he, to get away? Jeff, Jeff, have you ever lost your memory? Uh, a couple times, but not recently. So, when you lose your memory and you remember all of these things all at once, you suddenly just turn right back into that person. Oh. It's like, a, you know, when a doctor hits a hammer on your knee and your knee, your leg flies up? Right, you can't help it. Exactly. He's, He's like, like,
1: oh, shoot, if I've... Exposition time.
0: I wish I could
1: <laughs> keep pretending that I'm good, but... Now I remember, <laughs> so I got to do bad stuff. Exactly. That's
0: who he is. Right. As Harley Quinn once said in Suicide Squad, David Ayer's cut. Uh, we're bad guys. It's what we do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, um, i like that reference that movie. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah. You know, it would. sure it would have been helpful for him to have the help of all these commandos and d- squat, squat people. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, you know. He's a bad boy. He's gonna do it by himself.
0: I think. I mean, maybe Alice would have also realized it before then too. Maybe. Maybe because they both were. But he was like, "You're gonna come with me." I don't know. Oh yeah, uh, they lost their memories because the some gas was released as a defense mechanism. Oh right. And I don't understand why the gas was released and why it knocked these people out.
1: It, yeah, because it was like, oh, it that's. Oh no! I do. I get it now. Never mind. I don't. So, what I'm because assuming is they they said, oh, he says something like, oh, I didn't realize the defense mechanism was in the house, also. But it's like, that gas killed everybody. But the only in the house, Toot. they're like, were forget, di- forget a lot gas.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming there are two different gases. One he is gas. like to immediately kill the people in that area. I guess you would want, though, one. So just kill then, everybody. Yeah, I was going to say, and they want if people have gotten as far out as they did. And so there's like- a
1: little tiny opening in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> that it shows it opening up and she's like, oh, no, and forgets and falls.
0: Yeah. I was I like, Well, maybe it's so if people have gotten that far and they pass out, they can take them in for questioning. I guess so. I'm really stretching thin right now. I
1: mean, if it knocks people out and gives them amnesia, just do that shit to everybody. Yeah. And then you can pick and choose who dies.
0: <sighs> this is on the Red Queen. No. I, got, I got no explanation for this. Yeah,
1: thanks a lot. AI. Are we finding this cracks? chat GPT and they're like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> are we finding cracks in this movie? Well, there's no way. No, this is okay. a you know,
0: it, it makes sense. We just don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Spence makes it back to the train, and he pulls out his briefcase filled with antiviruses and viruses, and he's about to inject himself. But right before this, we have shots of one of the containers in the container room busting open. Oh, our big bad, and we get the big bad, which absolutely looks like uh, I gotta say it, absolute horse shit. It yeah, didn't it look looks good in 2002. Bad. It doesn't look good in the year 2023. But it's the only, one of the only things from the video game that we get. That's the worst part. Yeah, that is the worst part. I feel like fans would have been real pissed or been like, or yeah, finally, something from the game. Oh, no. <laughs> we get the liquor. We see it crawling about. And I have a question for you, Jeff. OK, do you remember the liquor showed up in Resident Evil? Welcome to Raccoon City. No. Oh, really? Yep.
1: Oh, wait, yes, I do. <laughs> It, like, strangled the lady.
0: Yeah, it was, like, crawling up on the roof when it was in the nursery. Yeah. All right, so I didn't like the way that one looked, but do you have a preference on which liquor you preferred?
1: Well, I don't really remember what that one looked like, but it's got to be better than this one. Yeah. This looked like, like, it reminded me of, um, kind of like those games you get for free, (laughs) like uh, Chex Quest. Oh, I love Chex Quest. I'm from Chex Squadron, and I volunteer. It's like that kind of graphics almost.
0: It reminds me of 2003 like CG from a video game. But they're just like, oh, let's put it in. this. Yeah,
1: you're right. It was more like um, like GoldenEye or something, you know, like, yeah, but in a movie, which that's not what you want. Anyway, I, I'd say I probably saw those graphics on the
0: GameCube at some point. Yeah, it doesn't look great, but yeah, it, it really upset. Maybe not they up just pull
1: 70. it straight from the game. <laughs> they're like, you know, what would be even better fans are going to like, we'll just pull the. We don't need to redo it. Just get the the creature from the game and put it straight into the movie. Yeah.
0: PlayStation one. There was one thing I did like about it, though, that I don't really remember from my previous watches, but mm-hmm. it gets Matt, not Matt, gets Spence, fucks him up a lot. And then the Red Queen ends up telling Alice, Rain and Matt that because it's like gotten blood or new DNA, it is evolving. Like mutates, right? Mutates, that's what it was. And I don't remember that from mm. my previous watches, but like that's kind of cool because you see like its head get bigger and parts of its body just like change and form differently. And what I did like about this as well was that when it was showing these close-up shots, they were practical.
1: See, what I liked and didn't like about that is it showed the close-up shots and I was like, whoa, cool. And then exactly. instantly cut away to the worst the transformation CG. animation. Yeah, yeah. It's like just... And I after watching the movie, I read they had the creature made. Get fucked. Really? So it's like that's where they're getting the close up shots from, like show. Oh,
0: that's really annoying. No matter
1: how bad it looked, maybe it looked bad, but it had like it moved and stuff. It's like, just just do that. It's going to look better.
0: Yeah. I was going to say it it might not have looked great, but it's going to look better than that 2002 CG. Yeah. And I uh, I really wish we could have just seen more of that because the close up shots good. when it was, yeah, of, of it evolving. And then when it was in the tank earlier in the movie, it was, like I said, gross and wet. And felt slimy. very like
1: alien to me.
0: Alien or like the thing. Yeah. Like with uh, the thing 2011 where they made all of the, the thing practical mm-hmm. and then they ended up going over the movie and putting CG, which yeah. ruined that. And then they're like, me. oops. Yeah. They've acknowledged it. We fucked up. Yes. Good. And it sucks because it's like it's not a bad movie but the cg for me just sucks me right out yeah, yeah it's very distracting
1: it's like star wars where it's like ja this big java guy we made that looks kind of cool you say java guy java <laughs> uh, i heard
0: java like he's just a big thing this of coffee. Big coffee
1: dude <laughs> and then they like replace him with like a cg version it's like oh no that looks so bad yeah it's like a little cartoon shows up anyway
0: uh getting back to resident evil yes the Red Queen tells them that, hey, uh, you know what? I'll let you go. I'll show you a way out. I'll open up this door that is locked because Spence shot it with a gun, which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But one of your team is infected, Michelle Rodriguez. So you got to kill her and I'll let you go. And they're like, we won't
1: do that. Yeah. Kill the infected one. And then you two clean, clean birds can get out of here.
0: I like that Alice is even tries to like talk to the Red Queen like the, the antivirus is right out there we can do this. And the Red Queen's like, I don't want to take that chance. And then just repeatedly yells. Kill her now. Please. Do it. Kill her. Do it. Kill her now.
1: There's yeah, the AI yelling. is very weird. And very clearly not like a, maybe it's just super advanced AI, but it's like just a girl talking. It's not like. I believe they said. A robotic voice. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like a
0: recorded voice. They used the creator's granddaughter mm-hmm. as the voice and the holographic image.
1: Yeah, but it's weird because you'd think it would be like, you know, Proceed to the exit and not like
0: I'm a British girl.
1: I told you, don't do that. Hey, 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 don't do that. <laughs> it's like, what? This doesn't sound like an AI. But whatever. Yeah. She's like,
0: killer, killer. And instead of doing that, Alice takes a, another one of
1: those really sweet oh, insurrection yeah. moments.
0: And Michelle Rodriguez is even yelling that and she's like down on her knees and her neck is out. She's like, just fucking do it. It's the only way, guys. And instead of Alice chopping off her head with an axe, she ends up swinging the axe into, I guess, the only computer monitor monitor there. Even though I'm sure there are speakers around that would continue to have the Red Queen. And coincidentally,
1: at that very moment, Mm -hmm. the entire system shuts down. At the exact moment, she hits the monitor, which at first I'm like, why? Same here. That wouldn't
0: do that. I completely forgot what was going to happen next. And
1: then what's this guy comes around the corner? He's like, I had to use the kill switch to open the door, which is like. That timing seems a little <laughs> convenient, but whatever. Yeah. Um. But hey, he's alive because he found that fucking that pathway exit. right behind him <laughs>
0: that he didn't see. Well, right, yeah, right behind. Yeah, him. that's hella funny. Well, he comes in and saves the day. When I liked his character. Reunited
1: and it feels so good. That song should have
0: played. Well, they end up making it to the train now, and Alice gets the viruses and the antiviruses. Spence comes back to life for a second, and she has a sweet one-liner. I'm already missing you, or something. I'm missing you already. That he said to her earlier, yeah. in, she shoots him in the, the zombie in the head. Well, she, she chops him with an axe.
1: Oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. You're right, you're right. And then she throws her wedding ring down to him, which feels like, again, that... <sighs> If they were actually married, yeah. or if he had like deceived her in some way in a marriage, or so, the symbolism of it just didn't make sense to me.
0: We sort of saw that they had It's uh, like their employees. It's a like little, throwing
1: your ID badge at him, Like,
0: well, they sort of had a it. relationship in some of the. They did flashbacks. Have sex. You would see them having sex. So I'm assuming yeah. maybe they had like a thing sort of yeah, going. Maybe, and huh? That's why he was like, uh, "I'm gonna make all your dreams come true by selling this to the highest bidder."
1: And she's like, "Missing you already." slow motion ring toss,
0: and then they start taking the train back, and did they end up coming across the liquor again because it started attacking them in the locked room, and that's why they were like really trying to get out of there
1: um i don't I don't know, but they do now,
0: yeah, they're on the train speeding back towards the mansion. The liquor attacks them after rain is given the virus, or the, excuse me the antivirus. <laughs> You see the train gets scratched on the side and Matt gets scratched on his arm and then it tears off the door and there's a little bit of a fight scene. Also, Captain gets his head grabbed in a really wonky CG scene and he gets thrown out of the train or eaten or something. I'm going to hit the kill button. (laughs) Boom. I got it right this time. Hey. (laughs) There is some conveniently placed pipes in a... Like a big net. net. It's just like dangling in the middle of the train. Yeah. And Alice gets the liquor's tongue stuck in under one of the pipes. And then what does Matt? What does Matt do? Uh,
1: well, someone's like, open the doors. Oh, right, right, right. And then um, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, unfortunately, uh, has died and become a zombie in the meantime. Off screen. <laughs>
0: before we forget right before all this happens when the liquor first shows up, we get this super sick scene of Alice with the pistol and she fires it and you see a bullet in slow motion. Oh Yeah. Bullet time. And you said, Oh no, bullet time. Yeah. They do that so
1: many times. In the- no, well not that many, but too many <laughs> too, yeah, once is too many, <laughs> but they do it like four times. I think. Yeah. They're like the, the matrix. It's very, you know, the matrix changed the, it influenced so many movies mm-hmm. where it has that, it shows the bullet passing by. There's even a preset in iMovie, I'm pretty sure it was called like bullet time. And it's yeah. like, don't <laughs> it's so tacky. But anyway, yeah, they show that.
0: It doesn't she just shoot it? She shoots it. Like the first one is the really slow motion one that she shoots it a few more times in the head. Yeah. And I think she runs out of ammo or it uses its tongue to flick the gun out of her hand. Whatever. She doesn't have it anymore. Right. Oh, I think it gets knocked out of her hand because that's when Matt has to use the gun to shoot reanimated Michelle Rodriguez. And her and her
1: body, her dead body stumbles back and hits the hits the button to open the trap door
0: underneath where the liquor is stuck.
1: Yeah. Which I I also don't fully get why there's a trap door, but I was wondering that
0: myself too. I'm going to say it's if there's like some sort of cargo and the train needs to be like lifted up using a crane, they're able to put in whatever they need. I don't know. Sure. (laughs) So I my guess is for this scene. Yep. I forgot to mention that the Red Queen did say that the antivirus might not work this late into Michelle is being infected. Right. Because I'm assuming you're supposed to use it immediately or, you know, as quickly as yeah, possible. Yeah, she's like,
1: I don't know, we we're developing it, so.
0: And so they took the chance, and unfortunately it didn't work. But So she did. Her head, thank you, her head ends up opening those doors, the liquor gets just slapped on the train on the tracks. Track. Catches on fire and a burst of flame. Yeah, because of the like good.
1: electricity of the third rail or whatever. Speed, friction. Also, by the way, there's like a countdown. So they're, oh, yeah. we've read to mention there. They have to get out of the hive. Yeah. It's apparently there's like uh like the a lockdown. lockdown. What are those called? Those doors? Blast doors or something. Blast doors. Um, so if they don't make it out, they're locked in forever.
0: I think when they got on the train, they had about eight minutes or something.
1: Uh-huh. Which is weird, because I feel like the Red Queen could just undo that. But I guess she doesn't want to.
0: The Red Queen, yeah.
1: She's like, no, the whole point is I want you guys to be dead.
0: And now she's shut down at this point, too. True. Well, they make it back to the train station right as the timer ends or countdown ends. Within seconds. Yeah. They slowly walk up the stairs and they think that they're all good to go. But no, they are met by umbrella scientists. And Matt ends up having like a little weird freak out. You see the scratch that he got from the liquor is... Like affecting like, him, it's, it's like boiling it—not boiling, but like bubbling. It's like warped, or it's yeah, it's, it's moving. It's moving, yeah. And he gets taken; he gets like strapped down to a gurney, and we have a voice saying, "He's mutating. I want him in the Nemesis program." Oh, which, oh, hey! There's another nod to the video game for hey. fans. I know I was like, oh, "Get fucked, Nemesis!" <laughs> I was super pumped up about that. Alice is freaking out, and then she ends up getting sedated, and. The last things that we hear are someone, I, I th- it sounds like it could be Wesker, but I maybe I'm just making that up. Someone saying- I don't know that is. We want to, oh, uh, he's like the, he was the guy in Welcome to Raccoon City who was like the bad guy secretly mm. and he ended up getting shot and then he came back to life and he got his glasses in the post-credit scene.
1: I w- weirdly <laughs> do not remember that movie. He
0: was the guy from. I remember. I remember someone putting
1: sunglasses on and being like, fuck, I'm cool. This is my
0: origin story.
1: Yeah. But I don't remember what he (laughs) looks like or his character. He was the guy
0: from Umbrella Academy. The big monkey guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. okay. You're like, I still don't know. Yeah. I remember the actor's face now.
0: We have the voice saying. Then assemble the team. We're reopening the hive. I want to know what went on down there take Alice to be tested and I want a full report. So she wakes up in an umbrella hospital. However long something's going on because the entire hospital is empty. Mm -hmm. This scene sticks with me a lot because she has all of these tubes and things hooked up to her and you see her pull them out.
1: Yeah. Very. That that uh, upsets me. It felt very like, again, the matrix. Yeah. Like Neo waking up in the, in the slime.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And except, um, instead of being fully naked, like Neo, she's wearing a couple of, paper towels whereas <laughs> you called them napkins. Yeah. taped to the front and the back of her body. And like a little, like a little s'more. And you were telling
0: me she requested this, right?
1: Yeah. I would assume just put her in a hospital gown. You would think would be my, you know, <laughs> yeah. suggestion if I worked on the movie, but originally the entire end of the movie was her just going to be fully nude, just butt ass naked. And she was like, Hey, it would be cool if I didn't have to shoot this entire end scene in the nude. So they're like, uh <laughs> fine, we'll tape a fucking napkin to the front and back of your body." And yeah. It's like,
0: okay, it's not doing much, but at least she's not naked. Also, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, for experiments, I guess. I guess. I don't know, man. So she wanders out of the hospital onto the streets of Raccoon City, and we have a newspaper flyby, and it's like the dead walk. Zombies or something. Zombies are everywhere. <laughs> oh no! And she wanders over to a cop car, and she finds a jacket at some point, which she puts on, and then she finds a shotgun. And in one of the coolest ending scenes of all time, we have the camera start to zoom out, and she cocks the shotgun as continuing pulling back camera shows us the whole city, and it is clearly just a deserted, barren wasteland. As we hear monster sounds and. We're, and then cut to black. Whoa. Resident Evil. Whew, baby. Oh, Jeff. mama. I <laughs> ready to move into the final thoughts of this movie. You know what I am, Steve? Let's do it. First question, Jeff. Did you like this movie? Uh, not really. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I kind of got that feeling. It was fine. I don't know. We've talked about it a handful of times before watching the movie, too. You're like, I don't know if I've seen this before. or Maybe I have. And I, I knew I've it.
1: seen it. Like the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. I just don't I just couldn't remember if I like what I remembered from it. And honestly, not much.
0: You did bring up that there were rats with big red eyes. And you know like, what I
1: was thinking? It was the dogs. Ah. I was like, I remember <gasps> there being fucked up rats or something. It was just the
0: weird Dobermans. Holy shit, Jeff, we forgot to bring up one of my favorite parts of the movie.
1: The the kick?
0: Jesus Christ. So Alice at one point comes across all these canines. We skipped the whole dog scene. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, the my
1: favorite scene. Scene. <laughs> it's the most God famous scene. It's the most famous scene in the movie. It.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know if you can like. This is my notes section, man. Like, I took like one page and like half of a backup page. It usually, it takes up like two or three. But I was like, like not a lot. I'm trying did to be happen. a little brief, yeah. I'm trying to be brief, but also like it was a lot of action scenes, which I appreciate. But yeah, there weren't many. Well, story I mean, there beats. wasn't much. It was a lot of like,
1: and then they walk. Into another room and then another room. It's like, OK,
0: I want to say the first 25 minutes was a lot of them just walking and looking about the facility before mm-hmm. anything happened. I don't remember it being that long. Like I wasn't bored, hmm. which you might have been <laughs> like, I let me let me answer. Let me tell you my answer. Okay, Did I like this movie, Jeff. Yeah, I think this is a pretty like fun, decent movie. I liked it when I first like all right. <laughs> I liked it and I didn't like it the first time I saw it. I liked it because it was a fairly decent horror-ish movie. Like horror action, yeah. Yeah, but it was not a Resident Evil movie that I wanted to see. Like, I wanted right. I, I wanted the video game and then I got the video game in Welcome to Raccoon City and I didn't like that either. <laughs> but that was because they tried to shove too much into it
1: Well, water. hey, just because they gave you the video game doesn't mean they did it well.
0: That's, that's true, yeah. Uh, God, I'm so disappointed by that. But I... Remember this movie. I've seen it a handful of times. It's been a while, but I'm still into it. I remember all the story beats, except for little things, but like even them going through the walking in the facility and looking at things. I I wasn't bored by it, but I definitely can see maybe how it could be found boring at certain parts. Mm -hmm. But I think they are able to put in enough action and things happening in between a lot of that. Because, yeah, it is just them just going from the house inside the facility out of the facility. Right. Yeah, this there's not much to the story. Yeah, let's get this AI or find out what's wrong with it and get the fuck out of there. Right. That's it.
1: Yeah, it's it's for the same reason um I've heard people criticize like Fury Road where it's like we drive one way and then we drive the other way. All the way it's back. like stuff happens, happens technically. Like oh no, a car flips, you know, like the stuff is happening in this where it's like now this person's sick. Uh-oh, another one's sick. But like as far as like the story
0: very simple, yes, and I, I like that. You don't need a complex thing for this, and yeah, it's based off a of video game. You know, you're not yeah. going in expecting an Oscar winning performance from these people.
1: The sad part though is they based off a of video game and then just make up a whole new story, and then it's still kind of like, oh, huh, you didn't add any like pretty pretty bare bones. You know,
0: for the most part, this is Resident Evil in name only. Yeah, umbrella. Raccoon City T virus mm-hmm. liquors, Yeah, that's all that I can really think of right now. Oh, uh, the, the the dogs let's we got to go back to the dog scene. All right, right. So, my favorite scene, Alice is investigating some shit, looking around, and then she gets met by this one dog and it's obviously a d- undead dog. I thought they looked pretty good. They looked yeah, pretty, good. pretty impressive because they I want to say they used actual dogs and mm-hmm. just like I read makeup some and stuff shit. about
1: it. What do you got for It was me? actually really difficult because the dogs kept like licking and eating their <laughs> Because it was like meat and stuff.
0: Uh Of course. Yeah. Because yeah. they're
1: like, well, we can't, you know, use like toxic shit. Yeah. So a lot of it was like meat and different kind of like uh what papers and stuff. So the dogs <laughs> would just like lick and eat the makeup <laughs> off of them. They're Like, God
0: damn it. Stop. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. They looked really good. I think they, they were, did. Yeah. The dogs are probably one of the best looking things in this. Mm-hmm. I think there were a few CG dogs that appeared. But yeah. And
1: like modified where it'd be like, yeah. Oh, you can see through the dog's jaw like a zombie and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it did look good, but they end up like cornering her and there's a great scene. Here's a slow-mo scene we didn't talk about where she pulls out the gun again and she shoots a dog in the head (laughs) and she runs out of ammo and there's one dog and she ends up having to run up a wall and scissor kick a rubber dog in the face and it's fantastic. And it shows that she knows Kung Fu. She has to like also punch a zombie. She's like, I have these powers. Yeah, it keeps
1: doing these slow-mo things where she's like, what? And it's like flashback to like don't you remember you're on the team, a soldier? And it's like, we know, we remember. You don't have to do this.
0: Maybe I'll just like clip this segment out and put it somewhere in the... Uh,
1: yeah, just put it where we, were, where we should have talked about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> All those scenes too of like the flashbacks or just like any of her action scenes, always in slow-mo, mm-hmm. always like weird like jump cuts and, and like different angles of her face super close up. And it's like, I she get did it. most of those stunts. I wish they would have just showed... Like the kick looked cool because they it just did. showed it. Yeah. But then they tagged on a bunch of weird slow mo and shit. And I was like, ah,
0: yeah. A lot of the action scenes felt very jumpy, yeah, Like very dated, close up. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, it did remind me a lot of just that time, time of year. Totally. That-
1: it was it was what was like trendy or popular or whatever. It's like very stylistic. Yeah. In a way that I don't like. But
0: did you ever see? I think it was taken to. I don't know. Oh, Probably. The, the editing in that reminded me a lot of like these early 2000 mm-hmm. movies where it it's showing like Liam Neeson jumping over a fence as he's chasing somebody. But every like they go with every angle. It's like, oh, here's oh, right. him. Here's his feet. Here's him lifting himself off. But here's like another angle, like from in front of the fence. Yeah. He see his hands. hands on
1: the fence. Yeah. Here's, yeah. here's his reaction. Here's his foot hitting the ground. Or, There's or the guy like, that he's God.
0: chasing. It's 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 awful. It gives me like, it a feels headache.
1: very like. um. Oh, no, people don't have an attention span. Yeah. But like shot, 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 shot. It's like, oh, my God, dude, just
0: he's going over the fence. Let me just yeah. see him go over the fence. He could have been on the fence forever. Now. Yeah. But I, anyway, I, I there was a little bit of that in this, but I don't mind it because I don't think it was too overdone. And it just fits in with this stylistic mm-hmm. choice of a of a movie. So, yeah, I, th- I think that it is a fun. I think it's one of the better video game movies that have been made. Granted, it does not really have much to do with the video game itself until later movies. I think there's let's see how many there actually are, because I know that there is at least six. (laughs) Yikes, really? Maybe. I think you're right. Because they really go out of control. Let's see. Resident Evil film series. Here we go. So I know the next one is Resident Evil Apocalypse, which is a bummer because that one has Nemesis in it. That wasn't very good. So we have Resident Evil. Resident Evil Apocalypse, Resident Evil Extinction, Resident Evil Afterlife, Resident Evil Retribution, Resident Evil The Final Chapter. So six in total. Too that's, many. That's that's a lot. And they started in 2002 and the last one was released on my birthday in 2017. Hey, look at that. That's what a birthday gift. What a birthday gift. I know at one point this like they do start to incorporate characters from the games. I think Leon shows up in number three. Chris is in number four. Five or something. I think it maybe shows up earlier, but Jill shows up in number two. Yeah, and they're they're very loosely based on the games now. I think after three, they end up just going in a completely different direction. And like, I don't know if you know this, but Alice is not a character in the video games. She was, Oh, I do know that. Okay. <laughs> she was made up for this movie mm-hmm. and then they just based the entire franchise around her. She ends up getting like a billion clones in the very last one or second to last one.
1: I wonder if that was intentional or if like... She just was pop because I know she was popular at that time. Mila Jovovich. Yeah. So I wonder if they're like it was originally supposed to be her. And then no, because the end movie ends leading into the next movie. So
0: it does. But what if it didn't get a sequel?
1: Right. I was assuming the plan would be like her. And then the next one would be Jill, And then the next the original Um, script apparently
0: followed Jill. Was that the one that George Romero had?
1: I believe so. Apparently there's a bunch of different or one or two other versions that were being worked on but the george romero one is the closest to being made i think and that one was the closest to the game and followed jill and had all the mutants and stuff in it
0: there was a Daco that came out like in the past couple months that was about that that i really want to check out i mm. just keep forgetting about it but i want to look into that and if, if people out there are interested in learning more about that movie and just a better resident mm-hmm. evil movie probably in general look it up i think it's just called george A. romero's resident evil and I uh, I wish we could have seen that because you also mentioned that they sh- didn't approve it because he included every
1: Yeah, Capcom was like, well, the, that's a first of all the Capcom studio too. the studio was like uh that's too expensive. Mm-hmm. You have every mutant from the first game like that's, that's awesome. insane budget. Like did you see what we did with this one? <laughs> it looks like trash and that's the best we could do. Um and then Capcom didn't approve of the script because they're like, this is way too close to the game.
0: That's a bummer, man.
1: Yeah. They're like, uh, if you make a movie, that's like the game, no one's going to want to play the game. That's not true. And they're just going to go see the movie and we're not going to get any money for the game, which is the most backwards shit I've ever heard. Seriously. I mean, it's like, no, it's an ad for the game and people who love the game would see the movie. It's like you're winning on both ends.
0: And like they're still getting money from a Resident Evil movie being made. Right. I guess maybe it's just up front or maybe they could work a deal where they probably get a percentage or something. Of, but exactly. it's like,
1: yeah, people go see the movie, you make money. And then they're like that movie was rad. Wait, if they already haven't played the game, that was cool. I would like to play the movie I just watched. Yeah, I'm going to go. It's just like
0: like that's why they had video game adaptations of movies come out. Remember, right. remember the day when you would be able to play like the video game and then watch the movie or like vice Spider-Man versa? Like Spider-Man 2. Like Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 3 or Batman 89 or Indiana Yeah, or Batman G-
1: and Robin on Sega Genesis <laughs> with like photographs of Val Kilmer and the other guy, Ronald, I, M- Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> the sidekick. I,
0: I had that for the Genesis. I think it was Batman Returns or Batman Forever. Yeah, I and played it, Batman and Robin. It was the side scrolling one, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, it was like the photo realistic-ish. Yeah. Type Batman. And yeah, that was yeah, a bad it was good. game.
1: I think, or maybe it was Batman forever.
0: <laughs> or like even up in like the early Marvel movies, they would have like a Captain America game come out, which is fairly decent, but just tie in games. It always helps make more money. Even yep. if they're not good. It's just, it works they've out learned. for everyone. Yeah. Which is learned. why we don't have them anymore. Also scripts. Now you can't like movies are so tight. Their companies are so tight lipped about movies and like things getting spoiled. They're like, well, we can't give this video game company the ending to this movie. Cause then right. everyone will know what it's about. Yeah. We are getting off topic. We do. Unless
1: not. it's the um, unless it's the uh, uh, Barbarian game.
0: That's true. We know we'll see. We'll see uh, how uh, st- true to the movie that is. I'm very intrigued by that. So I'm looking forward to more news when that finally comes out. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeff, let's get back into Resident Evil. Is this a movie you will watch again? No, you're nope. already shaking your head. Yeah. Is this a movie we show someone? No. Is this a movie we chose Skylar? Uh No. <laughs> I like no, you just like, not. furrowed your brow. Yeah, you she angry. wouldn't be a fan of this movie, I don't think. Mm. What, what what was something you did enjoy from this movie? Um Well, actually, let's just take that. Let's move this into the rating of this movie. Jeff, out of five rubber dogs that you're gonna scissor kick, how many rubber dogs would you scissor kick in the face?
1: Out of five? Yeah. Uh
0: maybe two. It's not bad. Yeah, you know, it's not a one. I don't feel like you're seething with rage like you were from Phantasm or a Psycho Gorman.
1: No, it's like made well enough. Mm -hmm. It's kind of that what we've talked about, that middle ground, where I was a little nervous going into this because I was like, I don't really feel much about this movie at all. Yeah. It wasn't like that movie was really good or exceptionally bad. It was just kind of like, yeah, that (laughs) happened. And I. It's forgettable. I don't know. Like, yeah, to uh, that, there's some decent acting. Mm -hmm. Miljovich did a pretty good job. I think she's great in most Um, things that she's in. Yeah, the action she did was pretty good in some of the scenes. Um, But overall, just kind of slow. Yeah, I get that. And uninteresting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like the plot. I just didn't care. Yeah. Also, it was like the the Umbrella Soldiers. I don't care about you. You're yeah. essentially bad people. You work for the Umbrella Corporation. Clearly, like, you're paid to, like, go kill people and enforce stuff. And Did
0: they work for Umbrella, though? Were, mm-hmm. like, they weren't mercenaries or anything?
1: I think they were Umbrella because okay. they kept being like, your boss is my boss or whatever. Uh, I, th- I you're believe. Right. You're right.
0: There was a line about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you knew what you were doing
1: yeah yeah you're right um but i don't know like i get they they kind of made you feel for some of them a little bit i don't know just overall just kind of like who cares
0: whatever i think kaplan was the only guy i was like oh
1: yeah like he's been kind of
0: cool i guess he got cg ripped out of a train yeah (laughs) buddy oh that scene did not look good um but
1: like man for yeah like when you compare like not to compare it doesn't i guess you can't really compare but like 28 days later Mm -hmm. another quote-unquote like Infection zombie zombie movie, yeah, man, that movie is fucking good. It is. We should have covered
0: that one. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we should have talked
1: about. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Not a fan. Uh, Out of out of uh, five rubber dogs being scissor kicked to the face, how many would you kick in the face?
0: (laughs) I don't like the way you said that. They're rubber.
1: Don't worry, they're not real dogs.
0: I would scissor kick three rubber dogs. I think that I do have just a a real enjoyment a nostalgia factor playing into this writing because mm-hmm. you are correct on all accounts it's very meandering it's also very much just like a 2000s movie or it's like that's kind of weirdly feels-
1: isn't it, it, it it's almost like a pro and a con
0: yeah because yeah. i
1: think that's why it got two is i'm like it feel like you're saying it is nostalgic even though it's like not a game i played it's mm-hmm. like this feels so 2000s
0: yeah, yeah, it helps and hurts it. Yeah. Because I am able to go back and be like, ah, well, this, was a, this is a piece of history right here. Mm-hmm. Revisiting this, ah, yes, this was everything that was big at the time. It is a Resident Evil thing, and I love Resident Evil, and all I've been is let down by these movies. But this was all we had at the time. Mm-hmm. And again, if you take out some of the Resident Evil names and stuff, I think this would be a perfectly decent like film you could watch. Uh, maybe call it Alice... Fights. Well, let me
1: ask you this, though. <laughs> Thank God you stopped me. If, the, <laughs> if this movie was called, like, you know, Outbreak, mm-hmm. I feel like your rating would go down. Wouldn't it be even more forgettable? It's just like, it's about a, a lady who wakes up and forgets that she's spying <laughs> on a virus corporation. It's just like, who yeah. fucking cares, you know?
0: Maybe you're right. But like, the
1: fact that it's tied to this video game, it adds the nostalgia and, like...
0: I. Like that's the only reason why I got a sequel is because of the Resident Evil name and they uh-huh. got people to see it and like it pumped up that box right. office number. Yeah, you are right. I don't think I would get like I feel like this would have just fallen to the wayside. Yeah, this would have been another
1: like like if we look back, I bet there's a handful of oh with contagion doubt. type movies where I'm like oh I never heard of that shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. Uh Yeah, three stars. I I still have fun with this quite a bit. Stars. three scissor kicks. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. It's. I haven't seen this in such a long time and I was looking forward to this and I got exactly what I remember it being just being like, <laughs> yeah, all right. Like I make fun of it, but I do that with like some love behind right. it. Cause it's, you know, I'll watch, I do plan on watching this again personally. And will I show someone? <laughs> 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 really didn't think hard about that. I don't yeah, know. you really
1: even thought on that Probably
0: one. Probably not. No? Unless they like either were into Resident Evil, I would tell them this isn't, Don't go in expecting Resident Evil, but it's like a like an offshoot of that. And then, oh, you like that? Guess what? There's five more sequels behind (laughs) that. Do they get any better? I don't think so. They're a bit of a roller Uh coaster. You get some more Resident Evil things put into it, but it's a strange, weird series. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I think just the Resident Evil name is the only reason why it's continued on as long as it did. I think they do actually incorporate like the big worm bat thing that you throw a bus into from Resident Evil 5 into one of the sequels. I remember that. Hmm. Yeah. I think I stopped seeing them after four. Or I watched like the first five minutes of the last one. Or we should just watch clones. only the last one. I'm down with that. Or we, we could, could do, do like the a, first one and the last one. We could do a commentary over it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or something. We could do commentaries over all of these. Hey. <laughs> You're like, oh no.
1: If that's what you guys really want, mm-hmm. you can let us know. Is that what I want? Not necessarily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but maybe, yeah, maybe we should do the last one or I don't know. Maybe we want some build up to that. Let us know, you guys. Well, that is my rating there, Jeff. I guess let's move into everyone's favorite segment of the show. Tops and bottoms. Like it or hate it. One one star review and one five star review of this movie. For the five star review from Letterboxd by user Miss Pissolini. Sorry, but this movie is the best piece of shit imaginable. I'm a Resident Evil film apologist. It hauls so much ass. Everyone is so unbelievably hot. It hurts. The sexual tension between Mila Jovovich and Michelle Rodriguez is palpable Had no memory of that scene at the end where Mila straight up says she could kiss her. Do it. Kiss her zombie ass. (laughs) Absolutely peak new metal cinema with the inclusion of Slipknot and Corn tracks in the credits and the score being done by a piece of shit Marilyn Manson. This movie owns and I'm not remotely sorry about it. I want Mila Jovovich so much it fucking hurts, dude. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> that's dumb. I, I love that this is just like a. Like, <laughs> this user knows that it's not a good movie. Yeah, It's like five stars. This movie sucked ass, <laughs> and it's so good. I mean, but like I think that every bit of this like is nice. is pretty spot on. Like the soundtrack. I didn't realize it was Slipknot and Corn, but that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that type of music. That like, when we were trying to scrap music, just imagine that in all totally. the action scenes, and that's what it is. And. I mean, I like pieces of shit movie, too. I am, <laughs> you know, you know me, Jeff. Everyone knows I like terrible movies, but I like that this, this person is having fun with it. Me, too. And uh, yeah, yeah. How about you, Jeff?
1: Well, I've got our one star review from user Slim Knave on Letterboxd. Most video game movies are pretty terrible, and this one is no exception. <laughs> Remember everything you loved about playing old school Resident Evil games when you were growing up? This movie has none of that. <laughs> Awful script, cheesy dialogue, bad acting, obnoxious editing, lame zombies, horrendously dated CGI, a really bad ending. Obviously, the ending was baiting for a sequel. A movie that feels like it was made by people who have never played a video game in their life. Awful movie that even Mila Jovovich cannot save. Two out of ten. Which is weird because the review is one star.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, like, I got to agree with everything that user says as well. Yeah, they're both right. You know, pretty much covered all of that. Yeah. This person is saying they liked how terrible it was. And that person's like, no, this is. Yeah. It's it's the beauty of personal taste. Exactly. Man. Well, nice. I am looking forward to us doing the sequel to this, Jeff. I don't know if you were. Number two?
1: Number two. Oh, God. I thought we talked. I thought we were skipping number two. Oh, I forgot
0: about that. <laughs> yes, we may have had a little bit of a pause in between <laughs> what we what we last said. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. That's right. It's up to you users to let us know. Well, Jeff, it is a bit later than normal. We had a bit of a late start starting this recording session. So how's about we, uh, as Alice did at the end of this movie, um, leave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no the the blast doors are about to close. We only have 16 seconds left. Uh Oh better hurry it up you can you can follow the podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Hurwitz's House of Horror. You can follow Steve at Steve uh, on Instagram. You can follow me at art of Jefferson. you can follow Ugly Cowboy at ugly Cowboy Co. You can buy merchandise at dot com. Heck yeah, you
0: can get us on your t-shirts. Yeah, we'll be we'll be all over those T-shirts. Uh, You can you can join the Patreon if you all want to give us some support to eventually let us buy a yacht where we can record the first horror podcast in international waters. Jeff, where can people find us on there?
1: Uh, uh, Patreon dot com slash
0: H.H.O.H. And speaking of Patreon dot com. When you join our final girls tier, you do get a shout out and a producer credit. So let's give a big producer shout out to the following users, the following final girls. Excuse me there. We have James Miller. We Joshua have Joshua Hansen. We have Fernando Diaz. And of course, our newest final girl. Shout out to Allie Joy. I don't know if we mentioned, but she is from not America. So we've gone international. So thank you, Allie Joy. Big shout out to you for joining on up and giving us some support. And also to our other Patreon members. We don't name you by name. That's one of the perks of the final girls tier. But we do appreciate all of the support you guys are giving us. We're going to get that yacht and we need to keep the lights on somehow. And they are certainly on and blasting. Although I should probably use some of that money to buy a, a new light bulb. Because if you look up above you, Jeff, there's...
1: Yeah, it's that's a, uh, it's a dead bulb. <laughs> also, uh, you know, we were just talking about maybe you getting a pair of headphones that didn't hurt your ears when you wore them. That's true. So maybe we'll use it for
0: that. And we do. The have, yacht is more important. But. Obviously, that the headphones come after the yacht. Right. We're very close. We did also bring up a few times that we are going to be starting a... What would you call it? Not a spinoff, but we're going to be having little we're going to be watching the Scream TV series mm-hmm. and we're going to it's called like a recaps and we're going to recap every episode. I think starting next season in January, we're going to try and have some of those so. on the Patreon. I've gotten some video game stuff up there. We don't have a great track record of keeping our promises, but I'm we do OK. I'm trying with the with the Slenderman videos. Yeah, I got no, You're doing great with those. Thank you. I got to record one of those, uh, the next part, either tonight or tomorrow, so I'll have that up. By the time you guys hear this episode, there should be a new video game walkthrough of me mm-hmm. fighting the Slenderman, a.k.a. Steve gets really angry at the game. And look forward to the Scream Recap minisodes. Yes. We'll try and actually, uh, I want to say right the here. Goal,
1: well, we'll just say the goal is January. The goal is to at
0: least get one episode, one minisode of Recap out before the end of this year. I'm holding you to it, Jeff. Mm. <laughs> yeah we'll see because i guess by the time this episode comes out it's gonna be december today is yeah christmas time the day is that's why the 27th uh, that'd be a little rough so we'll try and yeah we'll try and get one in before the end of the year but starting in season three here's a tease for you guys to to join the patreon our scream tv show recaps that was a really long rant sorry about that guys yeah just tack on an extra 40 minutes of end end talk if you guys could please rate and review the podcast on all of your podcatching apps, that would be fantastic. Apps like Apple Podcasts, you can leave five stars or on Podbean, I think you can leave beans. Still not sure how that works. But if you leave us a five star or a five bean review, we will read that review out live on the show. All of those reviews and ratings really do help get our name out there and help get more into, into people's ears. So please tell, tell somebody you know, tell somebody you don't know just grab him by the by the hand and say, Hi, hey, would you like to hear a really funny, weird podcast? Because yeah. I got the one for you. And then he directs him to Horwitz's House of Horror. Jeff, how yeah? can people reach us by phone?
1: Uh, well, you can call the Hot Take Hotline at 916-538-4412. Just scream right into the phone. You know, that's what it's
0: for, I'm pretty sure. Let us know if you like the Resident Evil video games or if you like this movie. Or if you hate this movie, we just love to hear from you guys. Love you, Jeff. What mm-hmm. movie are we watching next week?
1: Great question, Steve. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure on the calendar. We you. are going to be watching. Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we still. Oh, yeah, yeah. September. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I honestly can't tell you if I've seen this movie or not. I want to say. I, I know I, I haven't. I have but there's also a 95% chance that I haven't. So this might be a new one for me. (laughs) We'll see by the time the movie ends, whether I'm like, huh, I do remember that or that was pretty good or bad. If you have
1: anything to say about that movie, leave us a message and maybe we'll throw it in the episode.
0: All right, Jeff, is there anything else to go over before we say goodbye to everyone here? Nope. Fantastic. Thank you again, everyone for listening and for coming on by. We'll see you back here next weekend, Jeff. As we say at the end of every episode of Her this House, uh, Laura. I want to get to the show.